Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where today I'm joined by a lady that's been on a on previous episode called Charlotte Banff and Charlotte joins us uh, from Denmark. She's also known as the Animal Healer. So Charlotte, very, very warm welcome to you. Thank you very much, Paul. And I believe today our our theme, if we can call it that, is This Is My Life. Interesting yes. title. Very much so, yes. <laughs> so, tell us more, Charlotte. So, this is my life. And the title I really like. And I, um, it makes me reflect on some of the, the events or the things that, you know, spirit deals us some a, a, a hand or the hand we're, we're, we're dealt with by spirit, the activities, the obstacles, whatever comes across in our lives, it shapes us in some way. And mm. it it um, it defines our path, but how we deal with that path given us is up to us. Yeah. And there's a lot of free will in that. So maybe we cannot pre- prevent what's happening and what's going on in our life, but we can definitely take action into how we want to deal with it. Yes. And looking back at 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 my life, I have it has come to my attention later on in, in, in my life that I have actually lived a long life in, in a very traumatized body. Right. And I didn't know that until I started to become curious as to why and how I was reacting to circumstances, people, events, whatever, in the way that I was. Because I could sense something being distant, something being disconnected, something being not quite there, but not knowing why and not knowing how to work with that. Mm. I started 15 years-ish ago to dive into to, to that, dive deeper into myself. And um, I figured out that... Um, as a very, I of course knew this, but as a young child, very young, two and a half, three years old, I had a, a very severe accident, a traffic accident. And I came out of it alive and, you know, a few bits and bobs were wrong, but, but nothing, you know, that was like seriously visible, apart from a, a light hearing aid and a, yeah, some, some, some stuff, but and, and, and that was really not ever dealt with after that. So that was just it. That was my life. Mm. That was something that happened to me. And there were um, a near-death experience involved in that accident. But being two and a half, three years old, 
I don't have a before into my conscious mind. I don't, didn't know how I was before. You hear these stories about people who had severe accidents or severe incidents uh, coming across their path and they knew who they were before, they knew then a shift happened and they knew how they were, who they were afterwards. So there's a distinction between the two. I was two and a half years old. You know, I didn't have any consciousness about who I was before. But diving into this um, event in my life and figuring out how traumatizing that is to the nervous system and how that shapes some ways that we as humans um, go about our life, mm. how that... Um, signifies our reaction system into how we cope with what goes on in our daily life because our nervous system is hardwired to survive and when that happens to a nervous system when a nervous system get into survival mode to a degree where it is near death that has to have some kind of impact so what does that mean and I've been diving into that and, and peeling off the layers of stress and conditioning over the past 15 years. Wow. And yes, wow, exactly. Um, and really figuring out how significant that one event has shaped how I how, who I am and, and how I have been conditioned into um, living in society and acting on a daily basis and reacting to whatever stimuli comes across my path. I have been reacting to those out of a nervous system in survival mode. So... And, uh, yeah, yeah, please... Is it fair to say then, Charlotte, from what if I'm hearing you correctly, that what you've what you've been doing in your life is actually reacting to life rather than being proactive in life? Is, is that what yes. I'm hearing? Very much so. I didn't have the consciousness to be proactive because mm. my nervous system was on survival mode, in survival mode. There's, there's a couple of things that strikes me on what you've said there, um, Charlotte, and one is that actually what was happening to you um, unconsciously was you was letting life happen to you rather than through exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because... And then I think it's, 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 it's significant that even though that is actually what was happened up until I was like 35-ish or something... Our bodies are so clever and, and in some way there's a connection still going on to spirit nudging, going something is not completely as it should be. Mm. But having the tools and the awareness to be able to deal with that in a conscious way is something that takes time to, to reshape into the nervous system. Yeah. Because every little suggestion about how, can we, you know, change this, the nervous system going, oh, that's probably going to kill us. So we'll just stay in survival mode. That's that's safe. Yeah. We've done that for 35 years. It works. Don't mess with it. You know, yeah. it's not broken. Don't fix it. Yeah. So how do we 
you know, I was wondering how can I figure out to get more in close contact with this little urge that was singing, you know, there is another way. Mm. There is something here that, that can, that needs to be done in a different way. So for me, being around animals, being around in, in nature, being interested in following a spiritual path gave me some insights and some clarifications about what was going on with me. And it has very slowly over 15 years, and I'm probably not done <laughs> because will we ever get done? No, no. but <clears throat> peeling off the layers and, and introducing awareness about and calmness and trust into a, a very uptight nervous system How, mm. that that has been a, a journey would be a nice way to say it and sometimes it's been like oh this is really something i that is is pulling me towards but something i've been sometimes i feel like i've been pushed towards it reluctantly kicking and screaming going <laughs> i'm not going down that path no way you know this is safe ground i'm not going there no way you know, I'm animal healer and, and there's another side to the story that, that having a nervous system that operates the way my nervous system does and having had, and that's sort of like the mystical side of it, a near-death experience. I studied many books about what people has had, uh, when, you know, when they have had a, a, a near-death experience and what has happened to them. And I can recognize so much in this and, and it's been mm, pondering, I think the word is my mind, that how do I remember a near-death experience being only two and a half, three years old? Mm. So what part of me is remembering that my, my you know, human conscious mind on an on, on, on on earthly level cannot remember that kind of thing? I, I, on a soul level, I was in contact with me in another on another level or another dimension ever i don't know but but this sense of of knowing what happened and being able to remember things from that event that i was not a, supposed to be able to remember but i do yeah so i i do remember and it's completely clear i know exactly what what happened i know exactly what what was going on and diving into that experience gives me um, more of a clarification of how it actually is that I have this ability to relate and understand and, and, and sense and communicate with the animals in the way that I do. Mm. Because I was wondering, how is it that I can... Why is it so fluent for me to do, be able to do this? And in, in a way where I just can enter into the um, proximity of an animal and just know who they are, how they feel, what happened to them. There are some, it's like there are some borders that are not there. Right. It's, it's easy for me to communicate with them. So I had to dive into why is that so? Why is my energy system that seamless? 
mm. towards the animal's energy system. Does that work both and, ways, Charlotte? Do, do, you know, when you say you can reach them, can they reach you as well? Is that, you know, when you use the word communicate, is that literally a yes. two-way process? That's, yeah, that's what I experience because they convey their message to me. So I am like, I'm picking up what they are broadcasting. Mm. Because we are always, we are, uh, everybody's always broadcasting in some way. Yeah. We have our energy system and we have whatever vibes goes in and out of our aura, in and out of our energy system, our lives, our DNA, whatever. Everything is just like having some kind of frequency that goes on around us. Yeah. Animals have that too. So they are constantly broadcasting as, as well. I'm just picking up their, their radio frequency very clearly. Is there, uh, do you have a particularly stronger resonance with any t t different type of animal or is that just kind of across the board that you have that connection? Across the board. And, and that has come into my um, attention because I've, we've always had dogs in my family and I've been riding from a very young age. So naturally horses and dogs were something that just was easy for me to work with. Yeah. Um, but the past 10 years, I've been working with rescue animals in, uh, in a rescue center here in Denmark. And it's uh, a very large rescue center for exotic animals. Mm. So suddenly I found myself in the, in the healing proximity, situ uh, proximity um, distance of, of, of camels and lemurs and gibbon monkeys and snakes and parrots and raccoons and all <laughs> kinds of... <laughs> Yeah, all kinds of animals. And I was like, I don't know how to, you know, communicate with a turtle, a large turtle of like 55 kilos. But I could. Right. Or crocodiles or lynxes or whatever. And it's like, it is same, same, but different. You know, it's, it's of course, it's not the same vibration. It's just like changing a radio frequency, a radio channel station, radio station. Yeah. They have an, a different frequency, but my energy system picks it up. Sometimes it's more familiar to me mm. if I have been in, the, in, in, in close contact with this kind of animals, dogs, cats, horses, whatever. Their energy system is more relatable and more recognizable to my system. But I can sit next to an animal that I, an animal species that I've never met before. And we meet. And we, we, I'm like, oh, that's how you are. Cool, strange, but not unrelatable. Wow. And they probably see this, say the same thing about me going, you're a strange human, but you know, you seem okay. So let's have a chat. Let's have a cup of tea. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two sugars, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe if, yeah, but, um, it's, 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 um, it's, it's, equally puzzling to me that you know this was able to occur mm. and this is why i've been diving into this story about trauma in my system because rescue animals they know trauma and i know trauma so mm. we have some common ground there to to meet from and i apparently have i believe due to this um incident some kind of 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 openness or connectedness that happens to someone who apparently, I don't know if I put the plug in to radio spirit in, in that 
in that incident. So I can relate to these animals. I can, I can sense their trauma and I recognize their trauma. Mm. And I think that's where our common ground is. Because when we talk about oneness, Charlotte, isn't, I mean, what I'm hearing here then under that banner of oneness is that there is that obviously deep level connection, whatever the commonality is, uh, you know, mm. you've alluded on more than one occasion that that's trauma, but that that oneness that we actually all share and maybe it's that your respective um, levels of consciousness are that high that you can just naturally connect anyway. Mm. And and what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking with the trauma thing. So how does that work? Because is that kind of, you know, um, and and I'm oversimplifying this now and I'm, yeah, so I'm kind of teasing a little bit, but is that a case of Charlotte's over her trauma now? So she's strong enough for the animals to take their trauma away, or is it a conversation between two beings to say, actually, do you know, no, you know, I feel a bit so-and-so today and the animal will reciprocate. Yeah, and I feel a bit... Is it that kind of conversation or That's exchange? That's a good question. And, I, you know, in, in, again, in, in the simplifying way of things, I would, I would normally think that it's the first one, you know, but, but that was what I thought to begin with as well. Mm. You know, I've worked a bit with my trauma, so, yeah, and, and, and you know, now I can help them. For the simplicity of things, I would like to think that it's that way, but I don't actually think that it is, to be honest. No, and and I, you know, I, I, I lean more against um, the more I have worked with reconnecting to my authenticity and 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 working because the trauma was all will always be there, saying mm. that you know it's over and done with, you know, dust off and and move on. No, no, no. It's, it's always there and the experience is there. And I think we need to recognize that we can't just move past. We can move with. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there has to be some kind of, of, of loving recognition of the event in some way. Because otherwise, I, I think that we distance ourselves from who we were at the time. And yeah. that's disconnection that can, I don't know if I'm, you know, communicating this with the right words, but, but the sense of having to be in connection in a more loving, understanding and respectful space of whatever happened or will or have, has happened since that, that space raises a level of consciousness. Yeah. And that is what I think the animals are picking up. Yeah. Uh, because and- they sense they are so connected to spirit that if when we are in loving connection with who we are they they see that energy and go i like someone who is in connection with mm-hmm. i feel safe animals are survive in on some kind of survival mode as well yeah but they go in and out of it and 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 they if they can sense underlying subconscious on su- subconscious levels of of disconnectedness in humans, they go, Mm-mm, "I'm not going to be with you," mm. because that's scary. And and well, humans do that too, don't they? <laughs> but but yeah. Um, yeah. animals can then show us, you know, if you can find, come to peace 
and connection with you in you. They, 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 that is a healing space because am I healing them? No, I am supply. I'm, I'm giving them a space from where I can, um, bring forth whatever level of healing I have come to. And if that, if that space matches something that will feel calm and safe for them to step into and allow themselves to heal in the, whatever energy is present in that conscious space, I think that's where we meet. Yeah. That's, that's that, where the healing arises between us. And that is the epitome of connection, isn't it? Whether we're talking animal to human or human to human or animal to animal, it's, it is right. that, you know, I suppose the, the selfish term... Um, and I know the dynamic and real relationship is not based on selfishness, or I assume it's not, because I don't know enough about your experience in your science and your connection with animals, um, Charlotte, more so the experience. I mean, let's take this away from the intellectual level and let's put this mm -hmm. back where it belongs in the heart. In the heart. Um, I don't know enough about that experience those profound experiences to be able to comment but i was kind of be i was going to play a little bit of devil's advocate be a little bit flippant and say a trait of human nature is what's in it for me and yes. you know if is you know from your experience charlotte is that connection that you have with animals is there an element of that in there is that a fair comment or is that being too cynical no, no, not cynical at all, because, well, of course, at some level, there has to be, because that's human nature. Mm. And whether I'm conscious about it, I can look back upon my, 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 mm, my work with the animals over the past, like, 15, 20 years, that that has changed. It has changed a lot from where I began with what level of consciousness was I entering into their, um, into our relationship with? Did I want something to come out of this? Did I see myself um, becoming, having a better life, being able to do whatever X, Y, Z with the animals? Yes, sure. And, 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 um, yes, let me become an animal healer so I don't have to do a boring office job and I can be around animals all day. Cool. That has changed because the more I have allowed myself to go with the flow and the service that they're calling upon me to do, I step back further and further and, and release some kind of, is there a word called wantingness? Uh, that you know I want something out of it and and of course at some level there always will be but but I am being more and more in the relationship with the animals where they call the shots mm. and it's it's that shift from where you know when I as a healer went I had all my healing syllabuses and I had my my remedies and my crystals and my plan for whatever chakra healing I was doing and and at some stage, you know, the animals was looking at me and going, can you just please put all that away and just be here with me? 
Yeah. Like then I'm feeling really uncertain and uncomfortable and then I don't know what to do and I need to do something. And they say, no, 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 you just have to be. I'm like, that's very provocative. You know, I'm feeling uncomfortable here, you know, yeah. and, and, but allowing myself to do that and, and being able to let go and the experiences that came out of those conversations, mind blowing, crazy. And a little bit addictive because that's like, wow, can you actually experience this? Stepping into um, the awareness and allowing an animal and that particular animal's contact with their higher species to share their experiences with me, little old me. Mm. Suddenly me being in the proximity of the consciousness of a group being of an ancient, ancient species that has like been on earth for since the beginning of time and then, then sharing on a higher spiritual conscious level how they have evolved over time. I mean, no healing modality and step-by-step -step whatever crystal thingy can can match that mm -hmm. no way Love and that. then i'm sitting there like you know who's healing who here yeah i am called in to heal this animal and i'm the one having a massive spiritual <laughs> experience going wow you know but then they tell me to bring that knowledge and be their voice and share that and then i feel very small after that going, how I, I'm very humbled. Am I really going to be the one having to, sh to pardon me, to share these uh, experiences and the voicing what they show me? Mm. I'm like, thanks guys, how do I do that? And the paradigm has changed so much from being, let me heal your animals, whatever issues, to becoming a spiritual conveyor of whatever the animals want us humans to learn from them. So it's definitely been a shift. What's beautiful about that, Charlotte, is the, the simplicity of that message for me is the fact that the animals, as you say, are calling the shots to use your terminology. But mm. what they're saying is, Charlotte, get out of your head and get back into mm -hmm. your heart. Chuck your exactly. manuals away and all your theories and all this. Because yeah. we're not interested in them, girl. Exactly. Just let's connect with our hearts and what will be yeah. will be. And, and that exactly. really does. You know, I think when you strip everything back, right back to its most simplistic form. And I, and I you know, I've said this time and time and time again, that life is a very, very, very simple game. We, yep. as human beings, because we think we know best, we complicate oh, yeah. it massively. And so that's, clever. That's the beauty of the animals, isn't it? Because they've got no agenda. They're, they're not interested in any of that rubbish. God, no. uh, and it is no. rubbish and that clutter and that noise and that chaos. It's like, Charlotte, exactly. just put all that to one side and just, just be with me, girl. Just be with me. Exactly. 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 Yeah. And I used to drag along like, you know, one of those uh, trolley suitcases with all my, with all my stuff in. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, showing up. I may have a pen and paper there, but that's more or less it. In yeah. case they say something that I, you know, need to write down. But yeah, if, you know, take all that stuff away and just be present and allow the connection to be there from the heart. 
that's the, that's where the juice is. I just uh, I just had an image then, Charlotte, of you turning up with your suitcase with all your you know your dare I say your uh, academic stuff, your theories, your books, exactly. and and an animal, a horse, a cat, a lemur, or whatever, just kind of standing, sitting there, rolling its eyes, as if to say, "Oh no, what has she bought now?" What woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Can yeah. you just leave that outside the barn and just come in here and be present with me, please? Yeah, absolutely. And there's, you know, there's a great universal message there, Charlotte, isn't there? Whether we're talking um, human to animal or, or, and, and that is, you know, and I keep going back to it. It is the simplest. Just be present with me. I don't want all your fancy gifts. I don't want your watches or your cars or. <laughs> Just be, no. just be present with me and let me know that you're there. Be still and share your heart and what with me. Really exactly. And what really motivated me to be able enough, brave enough, because there was some bravery that I had to step away from my safety zone mm. and leave the suitcase and all the junk and all the to-do lists and all the paradigms and techniques at the stable door. Yeah. And just enter there with, you know, little old raw me. Yeah. I had to be able to let go of agenda. I had to be able to let go of my safety zone. But then they showed me, and this is, this is profound to me, because they showed me that if I dare to leave that behind, they have times thousands of cool connect. That is even better. There's no paradigm or to-do list that can create what the connection and interconnectedness can show me and, and, and you know, uh, convey to me by just being in a shared presence. Mm. That is so much more healing. The, the, um, the experience and of, of, of sharing uh, a healing space without any agenda, just being present in the now from the heart, from uh, a, 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 an agenda, a non-agenda, <laughs> no, no healing modalities, no techniques, just presence. And, and it, it, as I said before, it nearly got me a little bit addictive because I'm like so curious to every time I meet an animal now, now what's going to happen? So it's like, it's, it's, it's tinkling when I go in there, like I'm really, I want to be as present as possible because there's so much magic yeah. and there's so much, um, yeah, magic is really the word. And there's mm. so many things we can, there's so many experiences we cannot comprehend if we put our head in it. Mm. So if we leave the head and enter with our whole system and allow that to be present, that is a thousand times better than any healing modality can present. Interesting, very interesting. I, I love what I'm hearing here. This this simplicity of leave the head, embrace the heart, um, because mm. that is absolutely put. in yeah. in very simplistic terms, and it doesn't need to be any any more elaborate or cliched than that. But that is the way forward for all of us, isn't it? Amen. Yeah, really is. So you've given us an insight, Charlotte, into you know where you've come from, why you are where you are today. So tell us more about today, because we've kind of gone back into the past and given that foundation of, of how you got here. So tell us where you, you, you're kind of uh, sitting today, here and now, if you will. Well, um, life today is very much more 
I take every day with a, with a conscious, as conscious as I can get, mm. you know, of, of to where I am, a decision of how, how do I want to approach myself today? How do I want to stay in connection with me today? Warts and all. Yeah. Some mornings are, yeah, I feel my previous, I feel a trauma body. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it is still unfolding layers. Mm. And it's still reacting with, um, with the old way of reacting to things. But now I know when it happens. It's- so it doesn't run away with me. And, and I can get back in contact with myself and say, you know, okay, calm down. This is just reaction. So let's put some, 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 some calmness, some conscious awareness to this space, give it some healing and some love, and then move on in peace to whatever degree that is possible. Is that almost, Charlotte, like um, your higher self, um, if we can be allowed to say big Charlotte, big sister Charlotte, as opposed to little sister girl Charlotte? Charlotte. Exactly, yes. Um, watching, observing and saying, okay, look, I know my little sister Charlotte don't feel good today, and that's fine. And it's a bit yes. like nurturing that inner child within us, you know, to exactly. say, okay, look. yeah, okay. I call it my inner puppy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, but it is that awareness and that kind of higher exactly. self. It's, it's really just that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's an adult dog in the room taking care of the little puppy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really just that, all that. Yeah. Is there, um, an, ad- is there an adult satnam? There's an adult satnam. Yeah, I mean, obviously I, we're right on video. It, there, there is satnam, bless him. He's very quiet yeah. today, Charlotte. He's very quiet. I know he's not jumping about. So is that a good thing or a bad thing that he's quiet? Well, I'm going to ask you because you're the expert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's a good thing. Right. I think it's a good thing. And I know him well enough to, to when, when I get out of bounds, he will, he will nip me in the heels and say, get back on track, woman. You're off center. Yeah. You need to align yourself. And being able to, you know, I can sense the days where I've been not in enough contact with nature and animals. Mm. Then I close up. Yeah. So I need, I need barn therapy. I need mocking out meditation. I need to walk the dogs. I need to squish my toes in, in the grass and, and, and feel, feel the sun or the wind or the rain or whatever. I need nature and I need animals. And it calms my nervous system and, and removes the blockages in my head. Yeah. And then things like like a stack of pancakes stay, you know, stacks itself into an orderly pile. I can go right. Let's do this from the top down. Let's eat this pile from the top down, you know. So um, yeah. So that's uh, really it. But without the the satnams in my life, that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm hearing there, Charlotte, is essentially. Um... It's about being grounded, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Reconnecting, reconnecting and being grounded, reconnecting with source. So that's kind of present day. What's the big vision? What's the legacy for Charlotte as we know in this, and let's say human form, but when this human form is no longer and that spirit is, that energy is taking a different form, what is the legacy that 
we will understand or we will benefit or the not we but the world will benefit the universe mm. will benefit what 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 is that vision charlotte that i have fulfilled my promise to the animals to be their voice in whatever way i can mm. and whatever way it's calling me to share this spiritual voice of the animals with everybody who wants to or needs it or it's called upon and on a global level that that these animals have so much that they can that we can pick up from them and we can learn from them and a part of that that mission is to in co-creation and conjunction with the animals to go out and create and ignite some compassion in the human heart yeah. towards the animals yeah. because if we keep burning down our own house and and treat the animals the way we treat them we do that to ourselves yeah that's that's more a story about who we are internal it's a reflection of who we are isn't it mm, you know, exactly we make we make the animal i mean you you hear about stories about i don't know people putting kit, newborn kittens and puppies in, in, in bags, tying a knot, and then chucking them in the river oh, and God. things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's what they do to themselves. We do that to ourselves. Yes, yeah. And sharing the animal stories as I hear them and as they are related to me and as I pick them up from in my work, sharing those stories is I, I, I hope that i can ignite something in people and reconnect something because they have that everybody has that connection inside of them mm. and if those stories i have promised the animals to tell their stories wow the good stories the sad stories the heart-wrenching stories that they also have and and hopefully spike something where we take better decisions towards the animals every day start buying organic Start saying no to to manufacture those slaughterhouses, etc. Start, you know, day by day, small steps towards mm. more compassion, more love, more togetherness, more connectedness through uh, uh, the work and the the symbiosis with the animals. I think we could, we could learn to reconnect with ourselves. Definitely, hundred percent. So, in terms of you know, telling the story, Charlotte. What what kind of vehicles? And I'm 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 going back into the intellectual headspace and the practicalities now. Of okay, mm -hmm. so how, what is the vehicle for for getting those messages out from these beautific creatures? Creatures is not the right word. I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge myself on that word. On these beautiful and, and animals, and I struggle with the word animals. Um, mm. souls? And I struggle with the word pets. Like I, you know. It, an owner yeah i'm not the owner of my animals it's definitely the other way around but yeah, yeah we need to work out a dictionary for that we do but, <laughs> we do definitely um, but so we know what we mean we, yeah. we know what we mean um so what is the vehicle then charlotte for or one of the vehicles or are there many vehicles for you to mm. be that conduit to get the animals messages out you know what does that look like i mean this podcast is is arguably one of those. Um, and I'd certainly yeah. love to do thousands of these kinds of 
animals yes. sharing messages <laughs> with you, you know, massively, because I absolutely 100% agree with everything you've said. You, we, you know, we've had the benefit, <clears throat> excuse me, of that conversation off air many times. So uh, yeah, but for the benefit of the listener, you know, what Charlotte is saying in, in my particular world is is beyond powerful. And we have a responsibility as human beings to, yeah, to co-create. So in any way that that is 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 possible to get these messages out, that's you know through videos and and articles and speeches and 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 I think that um, education we need to to um, to some way manifest people's consciousness towards uh, I don't know a higher level of, of integrity and, and 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 connectedness and that's when we live in the digital age that's when it's good to live in the digital age because we have so many possibilities i'm putting out my academy um to that's a platform from where i can sort of try to reach out and 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 share my my knowledge that i've picked up over the years mm -hmm. i'm not supposed to sit with this on my own so I am sharing it to whatever best way I, I can. Yeah. And videos and, and, and books and, and whatever media will, you know, if we, if we spread it out to what, as, as many platforms as we can, it will call upon the souls who resonates with whatever platform mm. of their choice. Yeah, and, and I will just try and, and, and go with that flow and, and, and serve that flow with the message. Yeah. Uh, and mm. I, I like the social media for that. And I like all these digital opportunities that we have to be able to reach out to more people and, and serve the vision. And a very, very powerful one it is too. So as we draw to a close now, um, Charlotte, I just want to ask you, I mean, is there anything else... Or, this is such a profound and beautiful subject that um, I, what's coming to my mind now is when Wayne Dyer says that those that know <coughs> do not speak. Well, there's actually a contradiction on that for me because I don't actually yeah, yeah. know, as I've already said, about the in-depth, brilliant, brilliant work. It's beyond brilliant that you do. But also, I don't know how to speak about this now. And this is this voyage of discovery for me, this growth for me, this calling for me as part of my my journey and my development. So I'm in, you know, in a real kind of profound way. I don't know. I don't feel that we've even scratched the surface on this this whole thing. We've given, you know, we've spoke for. I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, whatever it is. And, and it's been a, it's been a brilliant, uh, thoroughly enjoyable conversation. But in terms of the imparting knowledge, uh, which obviously is the kind of first step in, mm. you know, on mm, the road mm. to wisdom and, and, and what have you. Um, there's so much more. So I suppose what I say to you, Charlotte, is this. For the benefit of the listener, if we could sum up or you could sum up in one... Mm. Okay, let, let me park that question for a moment. Let me ask you this. Is there anything else that you want to add to anything at all mm. that we've spoken about? Yeah, that's something that, that comes into my mind now. It's like, what, is, what would be a step one? Okay. So we, 
almost always have animals around us in some way, especially in the countryside, all the ones we can see and all the ones we can't see, but also in the cities. There are many critters and birds and whatever's living in the cities as well. So we always have the animal's spirit and their physical presence and their energy bodies around us. So start listening with the heart. Start, just put the intention of a connection. And then the mind would set in and say, but I'm not an animal communicator. I don't know what steps to take. Don't take any steps. Just set the intention for allowing yourself to listen mm. and pick up what they're broadcasting. Yeah. As Beckwith says, are you picking up what I'm putting down? You know, pick up what they're, what they're putting down. Mm. Allow yourself to experience the calmness, the connectedness, the stillness that comes upon you when you set the intention for being in a calm proximity of an animal. Start there and start taking wise choices, little things. Can you say to yourself, have I today done one thing where I have allowed myself to connect with myself and the animals? And have I taken one choice towards saving more animals and mm. reducing their pain in the world. If you can make those two choices every day, one of connection and one of a, of a wiser choice, we've done better than we did yesterday. Mm. If there was one, one message that you would leave, just one message, Charlotte, um, and that's going to take some... You know, that's a big question in light of what you've just said. So what you've just said is going to take some beating. But what would be your one message to the world? One very simple message. This is it, guys. Yeah. What would it be? Love them. Love. Wow. Love the simplicity of that. Two very yeah. simple words. Love them. Mm. Massive. Charlotte, I want to thank you. I want to thank you with deep, deep, deep love and gratitude for what you've shared with us, as I've said previously, there is so much, you know, I, on a personal level, um, I really do want to dig down and, and, and get this information and share this energy and, and this vibrancy that, you know, that exists that at the moment you've got that deeper insight. So many people haven't, but it's certainly a journey I want to go on. Uh, and hopefully, you know, some of our listeners will too. So how can people find out more about you, the work, the, well, the amazing work that you do? What's your contact details? I have, um, I have a website and it's called animalhealer.net, www.animalhealer.net. And I have um, a Facebook for, for the English-speaking community. And that's, uh, again, animalhealer.net and then underscore global. And wow. then, of course, my heart, animalhealeracademy.com. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Those, those details, listeners, will be in the show notes. And uh, on the note of, of you, beautiful listeners, I just thank you. Um, and I'm sure you do, Charlotte, for... You know the listeners that will gain these insights and and hopefully these um, these lessons and I think until next time that uh, you can tell by the tone of my voice now that I'm uh, I'm quite moved by this and I think all that remains to be said uh, is thank you immensely listeners for being part of this 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 conversation between Charlotte and myself and until next time remember no matter what you do in life 
always walk your path with heart. Heart, helping everyone achieve results towards success.